Welcome, friends, to Tanked Up, the podcast about video games and craft beer. I'm one of your hosts, Ben. It's episode 245, our first of 2021. I'm joined, as always, by the Queen of Indies, Lucy. Hello. Hey. Hi. How you doing? Uh, somewhere between awful and fantastic. It's quite the range. Uh, uh. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Good. It's a good, a good range to be in between. Uh, and we are joined by that lovely bearded man, Mr. Albert Koji. Hey. How you doing, sir? I am also technically between those. Yeah, that's fair. I think that's I'm fair. more on the better than okay range. <laughs> good. Okay. I don't know why on my screen you seem to have a little bit of a frozen face, so. That is better than oh. okay. Oh no, he's gone completely. My camera just died. Can you hear me? Yes, we can yeah. hear you. That is so... Welcome to 2021. <laughs> Fuck it. Oh, uh, uh, what a brilliant what a, way to What start. a weird thing to have happened. <laughs> uh, I don't know why that would have been. Pass. Who knows? Uh, I'll, I'll poke. That's the fates. You poke. You, you see what you need to do. I'm going to open up a beer. I brought beers. I'm ready for beers. Good idea. Um, I've still got a couple of beers left over from my um, from my Christmas New Year sort of stash. Um, mm-hmm. Decided that we were going to take it easy through January a little bit. Not dry January, but just reduce our consumption yeah. of alcohol in the house a little bit. So I uh, didn't drink all of my stash. I've got a couple left. And I thought uh, for the next month, next few episodes, I'd probably just do one beer per episode. So nice. for tonight, I have got... A I, thought you, I thought you were saying that you had four tonight <laughs> to drink. <laughs> That's it, you've got to get through more. Hey, drink them all in the first episode. <laughs> you're back from out space with a bed oh. head next to you. Was that there before? <laughs> Don't know whether he can hear us or if we can hear him, but his face has written... Nope. No, it's gone. I just yeah. lost oh. everyone. He really looks like Jesus now. He's got an aura around him. Oh, weird! That did that. Okay. Um, sorry. Uh, uh, boy, this is technology. just how I want you to appear all the time now. If if there was some kind of magic on the on the YouTube or whatever people watching, it would just be you cascading down the screen in front of us. Just uh, <laughs> just constantly. The funny thing is, it's not letting me change it from this. It's done. It's, it's, it's set in. It, it's locked yeah. in. Locked in. Yeah. Um, Nothing to do about it. God, I hate technology. Well, <laughs> let's just well, do that. With that. I uh, no, can't see you at all. We yeah, can see your, uh, I, I will avatar. tell you about my beer and brief while, while I'm... Um, so I've got the Arbor Pocket Rocket Session Pale Ale. Oh, you're telling us about your beer, right? Um, you my beer. Sorry? Huh? No, go on. Uh, I'm just trying to <laughs> fix things. And I'm yeah, while you're fixing things, 
Wait for these things. I'm going to open my bit, as I've already started saying what it is. Oh, sorry, I didn't realise that. I thought you had finished. That's that's where I no, got confused. No, not quite. I, I went on this long Tangent. rant about drinking less. But I'm going to drink one tonight. Yep. Blue by Numbers, number eight. It's a stout. And it's called Canadian Breakfast. Hmm. Uh, it's 7.2%. There is a little bit of flavour, Texas. Drawing inspiration from the sweet and savoury breakfasts of Canada, we decided to brew this satisfyingly drinkable breakfast stout. A robust foundation of oats alongside smoked chocolate, black and crystal malt allows the unmistakable flavour of Canadian maple syrup to shine. The addition of coffee and cacao nibs providing a balanced complexity. The resulting beer is unctuous, full-bodied and smooth. Uh, best served at 8 degrees, which it is probably maybe close to. It's probably more like 6, I would imagine. Um, it's, it's, it does have... I've never noticed this on Brew by Numbers beers. They, they do have a a rating system on mm. the back. I've never noticed that new thing. Um, but it's, it, it's 4 malts, 2 bitterness, 3 sweetness, and 4 complexity. And they're on at 5. Huh. Um, so I'm gonna open this. Nice. Adam, yes. what do you have to see? <laughs> Sorry, uh, let's try that again. Uh, I've got the Arbor Pocket Rocket Session Pale Ale. It's a full nice. pint, 3.9%, full flavored Session Pale Ale brewed with a Simcoe Citroën Mosaic Hops. And it's a lovely yellow tin. Striking. Yeah. Um, and I thought I would start the new year with something a little lighter. Yeah. Um, So yeah, I'll just uh, give that a little, the old pour. Nice, nice. I'm going even lighter and not having a beer at all. Mm. Indeed. Is is this going to be a January thing, Lucy, or is it just... I don't know. How you feel each week. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, we were, we didn't say we were going to do dry January. We didn't sort of caveat ourselves and our drinking kind of too much. We just suggested we were going to... Drink a little bit less, but with with lockdown, I think we've just we've kind of you know, no, well, not given up. I've nearly just smashed back in about three days a bottle of Jaeger. Um, I've stuck <laughs> off the bit. I think I think what we decided was I'm going to drink less beer. Kim's going to drink less wine, but we'll probably just drink more gin and Jaeger <laughs> <laughs> instead. Now that's all right. Diversify yeah, what we're drinking. Make it a little bit more. Make it a little healthier. It's probably got less calories. And exactly. Yeah. 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 Work out. Solid. Exercise a little bit more. Taking mm. a few less calories. Um, whilst Adam steps away, what's he doing? He's got stuff all over his room. Um, I don't know. What's going on? This has got this. This uh, was it. Canadian breakfast. The brew by numbers does have a lovely nose. You can see it is. It's very, very black. Sort of lovely little brown frothy head on the top um, that, that, that kind of fizzed up as well it was quite kind of um, quite foamy when I poured but it, it dissipated quite quickly which is nice but it has got a nice sweet sweet nose but it does feel I don't know they said on the back sort of like complexity and it used a few different words and things but it does smell deep so it does have that sweetness there but like maybe sort of maple syrup it's it's not kind of quite that um, caramel sort of toffee, but there's a slight maybe burnt note on the nose. I think maybe some of that might be coming through from the sort of the roasted coffee and chocolate, mm. as well as the sweetness that they've got in this as well. But it's got a lovely nose. 
Mmm. Ooh. Okay. Tasting it, you don't quite get as much of that sweetness through as you experience on the nose in that first sort of hit. It is complex. There is a lot going on. It's maybe a little bit more bitter than they suggested on the back. They said the back was going to be sort of quite, quite low, but I'm maybe getting this quite bitter mix of coffee, dark chocolate, with that burnt note to it as well. It's not quite giving me the sort of the sweet maple syrup flavour that I was kind of expecting. It is a little bit more bitter, a bit more deeper, and shows off those other notes a little bit more perhaps than I was expecting, but it is nice. Um, I mean, Canadian breakfast is a you know a little bit um, misleading because this is this is definitely an evening beer. Mm. Mm. I'll see how that kind of works its way around a little bit, kind of as I as I drink it. It will be. It is the only beer I'm drinking this evening, so I've got all evening as we chat to luxuriate and and to take it in. So maybe I drink it slowly mm. as well. It won't be an episode where I bang back a beer in sort of 40 minutes and then move on to the next one. Well, I can just take my time with, see how it works out. Fair enough. Mm. Uh, Adam, the yeah. Arbor. Yeah. How's that? Um, so, it. I mean, it's nice and hazy, a little more mm. orangey honey colored than I was expecting. I thought it'd be a little more yellow. Uh, you get really nice... Um, passion fruit, tropical fruit nose, slight citrus, uh, really smooth, maybe slight uh, bitter pininess just on the back of the, of, of the nose. Mm. It's nice, nice to have a piney but lighter beer sometimes. Yeah, and it only really shows up kind of at the end. The mm. So it's it's got this it's, it's it's got sort of a, a nuanced tropical uh, IPA. Like it's not a tropical IPA, but it's got sort of passion fruity um, hits on the on the four, and a bit of a maybe tangerine, like a like a sweet citrus. Um, even at three point nine percent, it's 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 actually a little more viscous than I was fearing it wouldn't be. Um, so it's, it feels a little thicker and um, more full-bodied for an actual session strength uh, beer, which is really good. Um, mm. it, um, it ends quite bitter. That's where that pininess sort of comes in. Um, and it is a little more piney. It's a little distracting when you notice, like when everything fades away, you notice just how different it is from the rest of the taste. But it's really it's it's a long finish, which again for a lighter session beer is kind of nice because I could easily nurse this. Um, yeah. The only thing that's a little weird, like I said, is that the finish doesn't have any of that sort of citrus or fruity taste, so it just sort of feels a little disjointed, even though the actual transition isn't. Uh, but maybe mm -hmm. I'll just get used to it, um, and that won't be the thing. But yeah, this is this is like a very very solid session IPA. Does all the IPA things? Can't really tell. It's only three point nine percent, which is really good. Um, 
and I suspect I by the end of it I'll really change my mind and would definitely have another but we'll see yeah nice good I so, have a second beer though I'm happy not to mm-hmm. grab it if, if no no don't get there feel free feel free if you, if you bang that one back and you know we get through to the hour and you're you're ready for another beer please feel free to crack it um, uh, to, to start I did see a a reasonable kind of conversation over on uh, Twitter today um, about being dead. Lots of n- no about about this idea of kind of dry January and um, lockdown affecting people's decision whether to do that or not, and uh, and someone actually kind of called out lots of breweries and things who are starting to do kind of. Um, like little discounts on online orders and things like that saying oh you know if people are trying to do dry jan and then they're being tempted in this is kind of like a you know not the best way to sort of do things like well but there's still businesses not necessarily you know the people doing dry jan i'm pretty sure will not be peer pressured into buying beers because they're getting 10 percent off and if they are buy them put them in the cupboard um, like, exactly. Also, fuck you! I'm to... not doing Dry January. It doesn't mean I can't yeah. get a discount. That's exactly. just—I'm pre- exactly. sorry. That's just such a weird, self-centered, mm. like, complaint. Oh, I'm doing this, and I don't want to be tempted, so you shouldn't do this. And fuck those people who might benefit from it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, so I'll tell you how I really feel. It's just emblematic of the times we are in. Unfortunately, yes. Uh, uh, the the whole idea that kind of no one no one really sits in the middle anymore. No one's really centre anymore, are they? Everyone's either one of two extremes on every. I'm on the extreme. <laughs> is like if you're tempted on, by a ten percent discount, you have bigger problems. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, or you maybe you didn't actually want to do dry January. Yes. Maybe this or is your brain telling you buy them and buy drink them later. Yeah. yeah. Buy yeah. them, pour them and down the sink, and only lose ninety percent of the costs. I don't care, but don't complain <laughs> I mean, about a discount. Again, yeah. buy buy them and give them to your friend who isn't it's doing like dry January. Saying, if you want to support a brewery, like there's yeah. you know there's tons of ways of being able to support breweries, being able to make your own life choices and sticking to them without worrying about you know as you say Lucy saving a little bit of money on some beers yeah unless you're buying like, a thousand yeah. quids worth of beers then uh. <laughs> yes and if you are I'm sure you're probably not going to get through them all in a month <laughs> you're probably you not are, doing maybe. dry January if you, you got are bigger problems yeah. yes <laughs> It's like me, I don't know, betting on the football every week and then the sky bet saying, oh, we have a free bet for anybody. And me like, oh, but I was going to not bet for the ne- next three weeks. Mm. I forgot to say. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like, um, I'm sorry, you know? What on earth? I'm not sorry. In a pandemic and you're worried about a 10% discount on beer. Yeah. Get over yourselves. Yeah, and I think whether whether you're doing dry January, whether you're not, whether you're cutting down a little bit, whether you want to support breweries, whether you just need to take a bit of a, a break, do what you want, but don't shout people down, call people out, and be a, no. a prick no. to people for doing what they want. Yes, and no, it's, it's not, not your owners to support breweries either. So really, you know. Mm. 
maybe the government should be doing that, but so for the people who want to support breweries, don't begrudge them either. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the big thing. Is it's very weird to begrudge people something, especially yeah. in the pandemic. And it, for it, mm. you know, it was it was aggressive, but like, yeah, I get you. You're in your own little world because we're all shrunk down because of lockdown and stuff. But remember that, like, not all advertising, not all decisions are about you. Mm-hmm. Nope. Absolutely. Increasingly so. Yes. The yeah. older I get. Well, advertising, dependent on your preferences on social media and things, is all, all about, about you. you. Yeah. Oh, that's why I don't go on social media <laughs> at all now. <laughs> well, one of the reasons. So, yeah. And you go on like, I, check it like once I want a week. this ginormous butt plug. Um, <laughs> someone's been getting his wish.com random ads <laughs> that's something else wish wish is absolutely something else uh, let's talk about video games <laughs> who would like to kick us off for the year has anyone been playing anything has anyone got anything they want to kind of launch in with for our first episode back I mean, I've been playing a couple of games. I Tumbleweeds. Um, I have played a little more Hades, so I've been taking a break from it after beating Hades a couple mm. of times um, and seeing sort of the next round of what the gameplay loops are. Um, I know, I don't know if uh, Lucy will bring up her experience with it, but uh, if so, we can talk more about it. But I'll oh, just can. leave. Yeah it there otherwise uh i've been playing a lot more cyberpunk mm -hmm. and parts of that game are still broken um uh there's a so you like the way it works is in a region you have a fixer and they when you go like when you there's like question marks on the map that when you get proximal to them she'll call and be like this is the thing except my whole quest line anything to do with one of the uh, the first fixer you get is now busted, and I didn't notice until I played too much other stuff to revert to a, uh, a previous save file. So now, when I go, basically everything's off, so it gives me a mission, I finish the mission, uh, and then it instead, and then she calls to tell me the beginning of the mission. And so it doesn't... Because hmm. the way it works is you get the information about the mission, you do the mission, and then at, when you like leave the area, she calls and says... All good, complete. So now she goes, here's the mission, and that mission's broken. And because that mission's broken, every other time I've interacted with her, because like you can have pick up things and she might call in, I, because I've done something else, now it's it seems like sometimes I'll get the completion of other tasks when I proximity, proximity hit a different task. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, you did this thing. Oh, I guess it's busted, but I had fun killing these random guys because it's one of those, like, go into an area and whatever. And then I, like, go into another area, and then it's like, she calls just to tell me that last mission finished. But I can't tell if it's everything's offset by one or if it's certain types of missions will have triggers, mm -hmm. like, if there's different trigger types. And so now I've just kind of abandoned, think, like, the, the Ubisoft icon hunting of that particular area, um, which is annoying because um, there's... So, some decent writing in some of them and some decent design and it's like and the ones that are bugged are like like the all of everything to do with there's bugged so even the more like 
character driven like it's not just like go and kill these people get because the cops need help it's like oh here's a two-part maybe plotted plan around clearly designed part versus generated part of the game that i just don't get for this particular fixer which is one of like six um I think I'm reasonably far in the game. I, I've already maxed out my street cred because I just... If I see icons of bad guys that way, because I'm playing um, pistol stealth build, uh, just like practicing, basically. And mm. uh, I I bought new cyberware, which I thought was just like, hey, you can slow down time, but it turns out it was a trade-off for all of my hacking skills. Oh, and that's been interesting because some of the plot missions really assume you can. Well, it, you just play it very differently because it's like, oh, mm. I was playing a lot of distract the enemy, and then if I don't need to kill him, I can just like run by, or I can like, you know, strangle him. And now it's like I've got a silenced pistol that's got a high head headshot crit chance. I guess I'm just going to take out everyone in the building before I get to the thing I want because it'll get way worse if someone spots anything. And it was like, so there was a lot more like, slow down time, kill three people in a row because if I kill one of them, the others will spot. And so it's just, it's really interesting. I feel like I'm playing a very different game based Mm. on not being able to hack, but still wanting to do pistols and still kind of doing stealth. But having to rely on, like, if there's a group of four baddies in one of these small pickup missions, just walk in, hit the time slowdown button, and just peg them off. So, like, a lot of these smaller encounters, I just, I, I just like, sort of stand up and kill everyone. And maybe I miss one guy. But basically, it's like, and that's done. And I have to be more, like, and if I miss, I, I'm going to have to figure it out versus the more systematic, like, well, there's four of them, so I'll distract the guy on the far left by this machine, and I'll reboot this guy on the far right's optics, and then I'll get the guys in the middle, and then I'll stealth kill one of them, and you know, a lot of like a lot of moving parts has turned into a much more fluid sort of. Got to get better at headshots. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you, you've lost a little bit of the strategy. Well, I think I've done. It's a different type of strategy. Comments. It's much more yeah. like a run and gun strat because now it's like. I still like now I have to because I so one of the hacking things is like ping um and you it basically ping you you can do it on people or like um tech like vending machines or whatever and it'll be like here are all the things that are nearby literally like ping on the internet um so then for a brief moment they all show up and you can kind of go into your like cyber vision mode and then you middle click to mark people so the with ping it's super easy to be like okay there's five guys here i don't have ping anymore i have no cyberware so now it's like a lot more skulking about to be like i'm pretty sure i've i've now tagged everyone because i can still tag them but now i have to pay more attention to their patterns because it's not like okay there's five of them and there's a guy over there and he might walk this way but by the time I'll have to deal with that if he ends up patrolling this way. I've already killed these guys. Like, I was... It's sort of a different way of doing... So now it's like my reconnaissance is slower, but my gameplay is faster. Well, before it was like... Because I was doing sort of stealth pistols and hacking, it was like my reconnaissance was really quick. Ping! There's like a few guys. I can see their their Mm. vision cones. Cool. Turn off the camera. I'm going to get rid of these guys, and I'll be reasonably okay, even if this guy... Because I don't know what his walking route is. Even if this guy comes, I'll be fine. And this is more like, 
make sure I haven't missed anyone because if I stand up and start shooting and get these four guys and it turns out there's two guys I haven't tagged, they'll just kill me. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it, it's fun. Uh, I'm liking it. Um, I I think it because it's been so long since I've played a big game like this and I have nothing on my plate except rebuilding my room that is currently in tatters behind mm-hmm. me, um, I might... I, 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 it's either start another one of these epic games, or I might try like a pacifist run after the next, like the first patch they do, just to see if it can be done. Mm. Like a hacking only pacifist run, don't kill anyone, just like blind people get the goal, etc. I imagine there's got to be some enemies that you have to kill, right? Like they're, they're like boss. Well, so far a lot of a lot of the bosses, like so the boss I just killed. Um, He's knocked over and, like, he has a relationship with someone you're sort of on the phone with in that mission. And they're like, please don't kill him. And then you can, like, he's right. lying there and you could be like, pop. Or you could spare him. And so the fight mm-hmm. is definitely get his da- health to zero, but he doesn't die because he's a right. boss boy. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so I think... But I am I am curious on a- anyone who has sort of a boss battle type thing who's not just a general hit bar because most enemies even if they have a lot of health if you like sneak up on them you can just take them out but if they're a boss you there's no way to like just sneak up behind them and then strangle them yeah fair. yeah yeah so it, it might not be possible but I'd be I'd be curious mostly because that's a would be a really interesting way to have to do a lot more of the puzzle piece moving of the hacking. Mm. But yeah. Yeah, nice. Fair enough. Cool. Um, do you want to talk about Hades? Lucy, you've, you've had some experience with it over the winter break. Yeah, I think I started it sometime last week. Maybe New Year's Day or something. Um, it, it, I like it, don't love it. Um mm. It's one of those where I can see how it's it, it's a one it's a wonderfully crafted game. Um, it's just mm, not really my genre. Yeah. In terms of, I think what's what, what the best thing about it is that uh, the fact that it's a roguelike and it's procedurally generated, which are two things I notoriously hate. Mm-hmm. Um, it disguises that very well, and I didn't. Yes. I, I wasn't. Um, you know, um, put off by those things at any time playing them. Um, uh, I was speaking to you lot about this just in our chat, how I just think the game's not uh, hard, like, it's, 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 I'm not going to spoil it for anybody who doesn't, um, know the sets of bosses, but like, I mean, what, four? There's bosses and mini-bosses, there's like four, um, big bosses at the end of each stage um, and like the first boss I, I did in free run same with the second boss the last boss the first time I, I got to that I, I killed him uh, first time round but the third boss it's just not fun <laughs> it's like it just it feels like this is we're gatekeeping the end of this game by putting this roadblock in front of you and it doesn't feel fair to me and it's just mm. it's 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 not a fun boss it's not a it, it, there's nothing creative about it in my opinion and it's just like 
why put this here? It just feels it feels a bit unbalanced and um, yeah. I mean, I'm not enamoured with the story that much. Um, I don't think it's a story. I just think it's dialogue, which is very well written mm-hmm. and acted, just peppered throughout yeah. the runs, which is novel for the genre, um, but not something that I gravitate gravitate towards thinking oh this is like a really in-depth um interesting story say from i mean it's a completely different game to like i don't know the last of us in kentucky route zero which i really liked last year mm. and i'm not gonna expect that from something that's so gameplay forward but nevertheless it's not it, the way people talked about the story it wasn't as intriguing to me mm-hmm. um i think that's uh, sort of one of the mm. the the trade-offs is like having played a lot more there's like there is more interaction between mm-hmm. characters that only you only open up via talking to them and you can only talk to them after a run yeah. and some of the characters especially it's like there's basically like there's a structure of some of the characters that are in you know uh, tartarus like your home base, your home area. Mm-hmm. Some of them have people out there in that you might bump into. Mm-hmm. Do you what, mean the muse? Yeah, there's a and Achilles. Has, I didn't care about that story. Yeah, but like, yeah, but there's another <laughs> one like, with Achilles. Yeah. Um, but you don't care about it, him. It, it's it goes. <laughs> it's like he's Achilles. He died. Yeah, <laughs> it goes so slowly because I yeah. think it assumes that you're trying. You're going to be doing this spinning. Um, so then mm-hmm. I think. If if you are committed to the roguelike, it works really well because it's like instead of just being like okay reset yeah. okay reset, there's something else going on. And if you're getting mm-hmm. a little bored, that might be enough to push you. Like for example, the muse might be like yeah yeah like so when yeah. the, I think when it, he, as you say, I think it's just more icing on the cake for people who enjoy the gameplay and want to yeah. get more of that. But as someone who's just like take the roguelike out of it i think it's not as intriguing as people have said yeah but that's uh, uh, that's just and for th- anecdotally of what i've heard that that's not I, I shouldn't put that all on the game that's just more and y- hype from y- other people y- you've met all the hype, replace all of the level one of bosses all of the what the level one bosses Oh yeah, all the furies. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I mean, like, what, what is it? Seven or is it three? It's just three. Because yeah. they always say seven. So, because yeah. it's saying like she has seven sisters, and I only see three of them, and it's like yeah. the others aren't coming up. No, <laughs> I think somewhere else in the dialogue tree they mentioned that there are three out yeah. there, okay. and you meet the three. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, and I think uh, with that boss battle you were talking about, we had a long discussion back and forth, um, and. Uh, I appreciate the fight, having done it a lot more successfully a few times, um, mm-hmm. having learned the patterns to like to the point where it's like, ah, I'm annoyed if I get hit in that fight more than once, um, because I. The thing is, is that I got all the way to through most of that yeah. fight without getting hit, and it's just the barrage of missiles that come. If you're not getting anything other than like him calling down, is I think it might be Athena. I see. If he calls down Zeus or, or the other one, I mean, so the, the, yeah. So the problem I have with it is um, twofold. So, so one, the what I was gonna say is, um, it's completely uh, the balancing is a big thing for me as well because 
Uh, it's also just that the Elysium is that second is that third area that goes up to this boss battle, and it is, I think, the hardest part of the hardest part mm. of the game to the hardest boss. Uh, again, I, I don't I, I don't I get to that boss without a scratch. Oh, so that's interesting. Like, but I think, but I still think Elysium's worlds. harder mm. than like the next area. The maze. Um, I, I found that yeah, so. How easy. many? How many? How many? Yeah. Same. Yeah. Um, the only reason I died the first time I got there because literally that uh, the, the boss fight on the third world whistled me down to like zero health. Yeah. And then I got poisoned, and it's like I didn't know I could cure myself. Yeah, I was just <laughs> so. like, as soon as you learn, well, it doesn't tell you, yeah. right? There's just in all the rooms, no. there's a little fountain that you can use. Yeah, and that and that's another qualm that I have with the game. It doesn't tell you a lot. Like, yeah. um, for example, when it says, oh. Titan blood and I'm just like okay, what is this? And it, it doesn't tell you how to. It said, oh, you can upgrade your weapon. I'm like, how? And it's only when I go back to the weapon that I've already picked up. And just, there's yeah. an option there to to upgrade it, or there's stuff on the mirror where you can do permanent upgrades. There's other sets of upgrades on that mirror. It's like didn't know that either and so i mean yeah. to be fair I, I, she tells you there's or you unlock a second set of upgrades somehow but yeah i, th I think it's because somehow, there's so much show me no 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 say, I'm, I'm, look, saying, it's, I'm saying i'm saying i can't i can't recall <laughs> it says do you want to there's a there's a bit of dialogue that says or like a, yeah. or, or an award that says now there's a whole second set but it doesn't tell mm -hmm. you that that means you go to the icon and flip it uh, and I yeah. agree that's that's annoying. The, the, uh, but I mean, I think yeah, it's very unbalanced because while yeah, Hades my, took me two or three, like took I think two or three times to kill. Mm -hmm. uh, the I mean, we'll just say like because I think I mentioned it last time we talked about it, anyway, but the, the Minotaur and Theseus was by far the the longest I bashed my head against the game. Mm -hmm. Same. Um, and. While saying, I know it I now, and if like, that wasn't easier, if I if that was as balanced as the other ones, yeah, I would have keep finished going. that game in nine runs instead, or ten runs instead of the twenty-five that yeah. it took me. And I'm just thinking, this seems arbitrarily lengthened just by putting this roadblock. Yeah, in, and I think it's unfair bullshit. Uh, I mean, so <laughs> having played it a bunch, I will say that yeah. like. Outside of the difficulty difference, which I think is a big thing. It, that you learn his patterns really well, but also, again, I think it's designed assuming that you will play through a bunch because I now know, like, if a certain god, I can't remember it, but the circles, like, when he goes into, uh, Theseus goes into god mode, he basically, yeah, basically circles come in the ground and then they, like, explode. Yeah, um, it's that. Yeah. And it's like, but, you, there's no way... But there, like, there are some of them, like, I have now know some of the spot, like, I, I see, like, red circles, and I know, okay, when they come up, most, like, they go in a pattern, and most of those patterns will have a bit in the middle of all of those circles I can stand in and not get hit. Um, with Zeus, all I have to, I don't actually have to run that hard, because it's like lightning, 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 like, seven things light up, but then they slowly go one by one. And there's another one no, where... No, but then, then it goes like everything's coming down on you. And that was... A, yeah, yeah. And, and again, it, it's, mm -hmm. and it's like, oh, it's not the whole map. It's like this one spot. And I, and I think if you are trying to play this game as like... The, that's another... So most of the game can be played in a very brawler way. Mm -hmm. And then mm -hmm. these moments and some other moments are like learn the pattern. 
And this is the point where it's just more of the latter than the former than it, than anything yeah. else. And I think that's really frustrating. Like, you can get through yes. the other bosses kind of just by dodging and attacking. Um, if you learn the patterns, you can get out with basically never getting hit. Yeah. But the thing is, you can get through almost not getting hit by just reacting entirely versus, like... Oh, she's going to do this. Now she's going to do that or whatever. And then with the Theseus fight, there's just no way except to learn it. And so I yeah. feel like the game either wanted to be... The, the whole thing needs to be more like that fight or that fight needs to not be like that. Yeah. Um, Balance-wise. I think once yeah. you get used to it, it's fine. But you're right. Like, it's jarring and it doesn't need to be. Yeah. As you say, it's just a question of balance. Um, it, that just left a sour taste in my mouth but I might go back to it like I don't know if I have it in me to complete it like 9, 10 whatever times it is mm. um, I think the, when you beat Hades for the first time there's so little fanfare and just the fact that it's just like yep you're dead again um, it, it it's a bit like a middle finger to you like well done <laughs> but you know the game's not really over screw you didn't you. actually finish the game yeah I know no, that's what I mean. But but like, but because it has no telegraphing, Come on. it's. Yeah. I, I also was felt a little let down. Like I was more into the narrative, so I was like, "Cool, now I'm interested in how this goes." But I still felt like, well, but I did the thing. Yeah, and you're just like, mm. it, it's because there was like no. As I say, there doesn't need. It needs to be a, a, a party and. I'm not even mad that the credits didn't roll, but I'm just saying it, it just felt so like every other run, how you restart every other run, and, yeah. and there's nothing to, you know, make it like, yes, well done, you've accomplished something, because that's what, that's a good thing about games when you accomplish something, you want that feedback, and mm -hmm. this doesn't do it at that point. Maybe it does it 10 goes in, but it's like, do I want to go through that 10 more times? It's, it, it sort of reminds me of like Arkham Knight, which is just a bad game anyway. Um, when they said, oh, to unlock the real ending, you have to get all the 250 oh, Riddler yeah. trophies or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, no, go away. No, that's not. <laughs> yeah. if, that's the, if, that, if that's an ending, it's not the real ending because it's not the one most people will get. Yeah, completely. I, yeah, I but it just seems like gatekeeping. And I just, I'm just thinking, yes, it's a roguelike, but it's like I've done this. I, I did this run 27 times. You're asking me to do that. Okay, I'll get better at the game, so it won't be another 270 or whatever 9 times 27 is. But, it, you know, it's just like, come on. But yeah, yeah. I, 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 can't, I can't disagree with people who have this as their game of the year. It's, it is a fantastically playing game. And... The music's great. The dialogue's great. The the writing's great. It feels great. It has like one of the best dodges. Like um, mm. like like sort of how like Dead Cells was had like the best roll and the best um, you know some some really good combat. It was just well that game was way more RNG than this one um, and just way more annoying in my opinion. But um, yeah, I, I I get the love for Hades. I, I like it. I I just don't love it. Yeah. yeah, that's fair. I mean, that's, that's fair. fair. Also, yeah. I think that's also a good reminder that, like, even if people like myself really love a game, if it's not in your genre, it's 
probably not going to do the thing. I think it's a testament that a lot of people don't like roguelites, and still, this was their number one game. So yeah, I mean, I don't even think it's the genre that put me off that much. I just think it was the balance more than that. So, yeah. um, and yeah. that's irrespective of its genre. Yeah. Like you have single player games that just have these difficulty spikes, and it's just nonsense, and it, it yeah. can. Mm really sour you on it but um well and i'm not as good yeah, at games I, as lucy so it took me a lot more runs to even <laughs> get to theseus and and like i will say that like i was definitely like i'm sure you can go back a few episodes and be like i was like oh, i'm playing it but you know i'm bashing my head like i think actually the first time i talked about it it was being unstuck on that fight and mm-hmm. being like it's weird because i like really didn't have a hard time with the second area no. uh I, and the first time I finally got to the fourth area, in fact, every time I've gotten to the fourth area, I've not, I've gotten to the, you know, for various reasons, basically full health, <laughs> etc. at the, the last boss. Like, yeah. that fourth area is garbage, but I have occasionally not gotten there because I've died in Elysium because of some of the, like spear throwing armored dudes or like my build is really yeah. bad against the like mini boss that you get in the middle I, I, di- I died on um, the minotaur um, the first time me too yeah and then every other time I got to like yeah. the end boss yeah Anyway, so that's, <laughs> that's Hades. What was annoying. Yeah. It's like I'm I'm blasting through all of this, and then you just put in this in front of me, and it's like cheers. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's 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 a it's a it's one of those where it's like great game, just not 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 my yeah, yeah. Uh, that's fine. great game. Uh, um, Lucy, mm-hmm. we'll try and stick with you. Is there any is there anything slightly more positive? Uh, are there any games I that have been a little bit positive. more in your wheel? <laughs> any any games that have been a bit you more in your wheelhouse? You can criticize the things you you can criticize the things you like. It's true, absolutely. As I say, th- th- I like this game. Um, there's a I, I, as I say, just don't love this game. Mm-hmm. Um, no, <laughs> <laughs> I thought this would be a, 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 the gateway into getting me into more games. Um, mm-hmm. This is not a fault of Hades, by any. I'm not saying I'm not saying it's at fault for that, but um, no, I've played Hades and I've only played Hades, Fair. and I, I think I'm pretty much done with Hades. I might pick it up whilst I'm like listening to a podcast or you know got half an hour free, but um, yeah, uh, I, I think I'm done with it and. It's not really anything I, I want to play at the moment. I might, I might try and finish Hitman Two. Oh yeah, before weeks. three comes out. Yeah, because I still haven't finished it. Um. Supposedly, uh, uh-huh. Hitman Three is. I don't. I don't know whether it's going to be the same deal as when Hitman Two came out that they um, allowed you to play all of the Hitman One yeah, levels yeah. in the Hitman. So it's, Hitman Three is going to be, be the again. same. Yeah. Yeah. So you can um, play all of the Hitman One and Hitman uh, Two. Yeah, I, I would have liked to like, um, hmm, like, like maybe play it on a Series X or something but mm. apparently those are still not in stock so um, I don't think I'll get around uh, to Hitman 3 when it comes out um, so yeah I might, I'll buy it but like, yeah, do you think you'll buy it and then wait until you get the next generation console to um, play it on or is it more of a mood for you yeah it's is more it? of a it's more of a mood but maybe yeah, if, if I was like oh the, 
I found one in stock somewhere. I'm not looking for them, so I'm not going to just happen upon uh, this thing. Maybe if you I open, thought, open oh, your bedroom door and there's just one on the floor, you're like, oh, yeah, but okay. basically. That's that's the only way I'm gonna like get one at this point because there's no way I'm gonna want to refresh Curry's website for a hmm. stupid Xbox when I, I have one here. Um, I, like I had to do for a fridge. Oh last God, weekend, right. I'm trying to buy well, a fridge. You know, it just constantly <laughs> wouldn't work. Oh, so you got the Xbox One X as well? Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I, I want to support IO, so I'll probably just buy it, and then even if it sits down for a while, um, mm. yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right. no, no, nothing, nothing, nothing pressing. I want to play mm. games mm. aren't going anywhere, so no, absolutely not feeling anything yeah, at the moment. Yeah. So. Um, I'm playing cool. uh, New York Times crosswords. Nice, yeah. mm. nice to chill out. To <laughs> Are you winning? Ah, <laughs> uh, I've gotten better. Um, I do because it gets harder throughout the week I think I can do like Monday through Wednesday confidently oh. now oh, and then Thursdays I can fill in like 90 to 95% it's just like one or, maybe just one word that just trips me up but um, yeah fr- Fridays Saturdays are just no most of the time Fridays <laughs> sometimes I can get there um, so yeah Get in there. I, I, in, in in two years, I'll be there. Nice. Nice. Every every day, just smashing it out. Yep. Good. Oh, Good. A nice uh, way to AGDQ's on, so I've been watching mm. the speedrun. So. Yeah. I've been doing that. <laughs> cool. Uh, has there been anything good so far? Um. Anything of note? I should. There say. was the Tony Hawk one that started when mm-hmm. we started recording uh, the new newest Tony Hawk it's just like yeah it's just, Jesus how, how these people do these things is beyond me but um, uh-huh. I think there's a Hades speed run tonight interesting because I know in the early hours it's very um, fast yeah I'd, lo- I'd love to see that to be honest like I know there's a YouTube video of developers seeing someone do uh, a speed run in 20 minutes <laughs> or something and they were looking. Oh, that's there. ages. That takes forever. I did it in 37. <laughs> Come on, I'm basically a speedrunner. How uh, long was your run? <laughs> How long is it? It I, can't. It's, I imagine with Hades, they took it forever. depends very much on the build. Yeah. You, you should yeah. be good enough to get so, a, through that game on any build. So like me, because I was not. When start people start talking about DPS, I don't even know what that means. I'm not gonna look into what is <laughs> the best build. I'm just gonna pick. No, I mean the whole point of that game. And, and I, mean, I think one disease. of the good design things is because of the yeah. darkness and the random uh, weapon having the twenty percent darkness bonus. Is it encourages you to figure out how to play this fucking game? with whatever hit comes along your way where your choice yes. of boons are like you don't get to choose what boon except like you do i want an artemis boon or a poseidon boon mm-hmm. but then i don't know which one i'm getting but i know that like in general poseidon every time like the more you play it the more you're like i can pro- this is probably a better bet because i'm doing this type of thing and knockback is what poseidon has and so even if it's ideally it's yeah. knockback on attack but if it's not and it's knocked back on dash, I can still make that work, because I understand the mechanics of the game. 
Um, Poseidon, Zeus, and Dionysus, and all the rest. Oh of man, Artemis, rubbish, fucking crits, crits, man. I don't, I don't like Artemis. Artemis and oh, Athena are my favorite. Athena's got deflect, deflect Athena's, on. Athena's got deflect, deflect on dash Athena is so good. Athena and uh, Aphrodite only have one good thing each, and that's weaken and deflect. Yeah. The rest don't need it. I'd rather just uh, make everyone hungover. When did when did I when did I play this game? Oh, you played it before. Well, you played it like before. A lot of these mechanics were in there. If you played in early yes. access, it's like yes. the. Did you play it after one point oh? I know no. you played it. No, no, played I, it haven't, I haven't then. played. I haven't played it since released. Before pre one point oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I, I seem to remember my favorite one was the dash where it drops, like spinning. Oh, Ares! Yeah, yeah. Ares, yeah. yeah, I really like that one. I was going for Ares because he's just like the best looking in the game, and then I was just like, you know what? Yours are like mid tier. Um, oh, so but that is the best one from here. Really. I was just saying. So, so uh, my I think the build that got me through to Hades the first time was um, I had it just it was like my dashes made Ares discs, but my cast was a super wide Ares disc, and I had three <laughs> oh. of them, um, and they were slow enough and they bounced that it was basically like fire, fire, fire. <laughs> Everybody, and just, then just, just run around <laughs> until yeah. it it sort of wore off, and then fire, fire, fire. It's like I didn't use attack or special. It didn't matter what my weapon really was, unless I was like, had a good opening. It was just like cast and dash, nice. or just filling the screen with these rotating blade things that are doing extra damage. It was great. I never used my cast. I don't. Oh, like, I think I didn't like it. So, so, um, so I think that's first time I beat. Um, Theseus was actually uh, doing that With because, like, I had an Artemis's uh, crit seeking cast. So then it was just right. dodge things and just hit cast, and then you would do damage by it doing it finding one of the bad guys. And when you hit it, right. and all you had to deal with was dodging, which was a good way for me to like. That's how I figured out the patterns when I knew that like my attacks would. I mean, they might hit a pillar, but they would. If I just concentrated on not getting hit and didn't worry about hitting mm -hmm. them, I could figure out when the best time to start attacking was. But mm. yeah, yeah. So it, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just had um, like Poseidon, uh, Zeus, yeah. and then I just had like one from that week from Aphrodite. I, I don't know what it says about me that I just preferred all the bloke gods. Um, <laughs> 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 but um, yeah, and. Uh, let me just ask you one question, one last thing on Hades, and see what kind of person you are, Azil. Um, mm. What was your weapon of choice? Spear. Okay. That's why I like you. <laughs> <laughs> there was only one right answer, oh, so it's positive yeah. flying colours. <laughs> Here's the question, do you use the spin attack at all? No. I fucking, I forget it's a thing. <laughs> Yeah. Like you get a just boon like that's like your 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 blah is is better. I'm like, what is that? Oh, it's the spin yeah. attack. <laughs> yeah. I was like, no, thank you. I mean, it's great it because it's it's ranged I, mm -hmm. when you need it to. It, yes. it, it increases backstab damage because it'll auto backstab on the special because you just hit the guy and then call your spear back and it hits him in the back. Yeah. Or yep. they were facing the other way and you hit him in the back the first way. Um, yep. Yeah. And also, like, when you Good. get the boons that are like, your attack is just three really quick hits. You're like, cool, I don't even need a special, because basically, <laughs> I'm fucking just keeping you off of me, and just you're going to die. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's a great little weapon. Yeah. 
Um, well done. Yeah. Good. A, a plus. You passed with flying colours. <laughs> um, so yeah. I'm gonna ask you, Ben, because I, I can't take the heartbreak if you. Uh, He's going to say the, remember, the fists. I can't remember. That's. Not the fist. So I thought the fists weren't good. The fists are great. And the key to the fists is realizing they have way more range than you think. That uppercut is like a third of it. Like, it's like that much of the screen. But again, stuff would be different since since yeah, of course, I played. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I, I obviously you start. Do you start out with the sword? Yeah. Like the first mm-hmm. weapon, uh, and I use that a lot. And then I think I grab the bow and arrow quite quickly, and use that. Uh, I think the bow and arrow is the one I probably got the furthest on. I think so. F- I think maybe the third or fourth time I hit so- Theseus and the Minotaur, which was the final part of the. Uh, of when I played it of that early access oh, interesting. Um, okay. it was with the bow and arrow I think because I'm basically just trading shots like across the, the map um, mm-hmm. with Thesis running away from the Minotaur so he can bash some stuff yeah. spin around and do his spinning attacks and things and then just hit them from afar so yeah. uh, I have to say think- the saddest thing the saddest thing was that the first time I beat the game I was using the gun and I was like, I don't want to be using the gun. gun. But it's because I had one of the boons that was like, you shoot five, your special shoots five different things. So you basically blanket the screen. And then I had a couple things yes. that are like, and it slows them down. Or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or something like that. And it was just like, cool, I'll just spam my special and give you a DOT. You will be hit by one of these. And if I happen to get you on multiple one of these, you just like, all I have to do is dodge. Dodge, hit this button. Dodge, hit this button. It was great. Yeah, as you say, I think it's a testament to the game. Like, how whatever build you get, you don't feel like, oh, might as well just kill myself and start again. You can still, yeah. you know, get far. And um, Well, I think the other thing is, like, the, the currencies the gun, so. have, like, a reasonable yeah. uh, use. So it's like, oh, I don't really like this build, but... I don't expect to go very far, but I'm yeah. gonna try and like. I'm gonna make it work. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna yeah. like. Try I'm gonna prioritize it. like getting currency over a more powerful weapon because I don't really think mm-hmm. I'm gonna push that far, or, like that type of thing. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah. It's just a well-designed yeah, game. Right. Nice, right, except for that game. freaking oh. bite. Yeah, let's finish our Hades discussion yeah. there, uh, Adam. Yeah, are you gonna? Are you ready? Are you gonna open up another? Yeah, I am gonna. But I need to rinse this glass. Yes. Okay. So, Please do. Uh, I, I'll do that. Uh, and then I have another game to speak about, but I, feel mm-hmm. I can speak about that after if you want to talk about something, no. Ben. Feel, feel free. I, I've got okay. lots of stuff I can finish well, us out I'm going to go rinse this glass awkwardly. Mm, questions, Lucy. I've got questions to ask everybody. Things to oh. discuss, things to, um, to, to talk can about. I, can I get a head start, teacher? Um, mm, I've got a pen and paper. I'll wait wait till Al Satney's not (laughs) crushed himself into his chair. Um, uh, So um, I do have a couple of questions I'm going to ask everybody to to discuss. Um, And they're probably um, maybe shorter conversations. Lucy, I think you've already touched on, on one kind of game, but I was going to ask what we're looking forward to. In the coming year, mm. but also, if there are any games that you missed from last year, which might be at kind of the top of your 
backlog. Uh, things that, um, that that may have come out towards the end of the year that were missed, uh, things that came out at the beginning of the year to little fanfare or little um, sort of social media presence that have just been discovered. So they're the things I want to talk about. But I mean Adam, that goes tell us? really well into my topic. But let's first mm-hmm. let me crack this beer. Okay. It is a Polish beer called uh, Comtour. It's a dark beer. It's from cannot pronounce that. Polish brewery, uh, Brauer Gossiewo, Sewo. Nailed it. Good. Six point five percent strong dark beer, pasteurized. I like those words. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, I think this was a beer fifty-two from okay. last month. I didn't know if we were going to have two beers, so that's why I just grabbed that. But, um, yeah, so uh, awkwardly, I just realized, of course, Ben nor Lucy ha- doesn't have anything. So I'll just do a really horrible pour. A horror pour. It's okay. It's okay. I can I can speak to my beer a little bit more. No, yeah, actually. T- I, yeah, of, I, I thought that it might open up some. Mm. Give me those those sweet maple notes that it was talking about. Uh but it's it's kind of remained quite bitter. Getting a lot of coffee, which is, is fine. I'm more than happy with a coffee-heavy stout. Uh, but I, I I wondered as well. It's seven point two percent. It's actually quite thin in the mm-hmm. in the mouthfeel. Um, doesn't quite kind of coat the tongue. It's nice, and you get the flavour kind of all through. So on the tongue, the back of the mouth, the top, you know, everywhere. But it's not kind of viscous. It doesn't coat my mouth. Uh, and it's super dry, so dry. Um, it goes just so, so quickly. And I have been drinking quite conservatively, um, only having the one and trying to make it last a little. Um, but it's been it's been calling to me, and it's in, in, in how dry it is. Definitely. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe the last part of my glass will change, but. I can talk about that towards the end of the episode. Um, Adam. Yeah. Um, the beer. It's poor, so, I assume, now. Yeah, I am. Um, After the sneezes. Well, my allergies or something just kicked in. I've just been sneezing up a storm, but I think I managed to hit mute. Um, but yeah, it is dark. It is a dark beer. It is exactly mm. what they said, which is a dark beer, but it's got a nice, quite thick head that hasn't really dissipated. Um, let me see if I can... Uh, you can see... Uh, Wow, I'm really bad at this. You can see just how like it's a little pitted, um, but it's quite foamy. It's, it's quite thick. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, little pixelated. It's a, it's a pixelated beer. Um, <laughs> it uh, it uh, the the nose is kind of sort of quite deep, dark, alien notes, um, but not nothing jumping out. Mm-hmm. A little bit of malt, but mostly just sort of like that sweetness of a of a of a dark ale. Um, yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. I was going to say that it's quite thin for a six percent, but actually, the fin as it sort of it actually is quite viscous. Coating it's coats tongue a bit, but I think just the way the taste is quite light that if it sort of 
deceived me on the, it being like a thin, light, like an actual texture thin beer, but it's actually mm. quite, it's got a medium thick sort of coating of the tongue. It's quite a light taste though. Yeah, so it's, it's quite malt forward. Um, we're getting a little bit of caramel, so kind of a rounded sweetness. Um, and then it finishes with um, some really nice, lovely, slightly burnt notes and a bit of a drying of the mouth. Mm. Um, but it, I say a bit of because it's got a bit of a, a longer finish and um, and it does coat the mouth. Even though it's kind of drawing, it, it's there's a nice little trade-off there. Um, but I will say, after a few sips, I'm losing some of those sort of burnt multi notes as my palate is used to it and as it sort of clings to mm -hmm. my tongue. Yeah. It's a shame because I quite like that, that moment, but it feels like just a moment because now I'm... We're getting the other stuff really well, the sort of light sweetness, the nice coating. Um, hmm. Well, I might have other thoughts by the end, but... Um, yep, it's a dark beer. Cool. Um, anyway, so, uh, I think this is like undoing one interruption of myself with another interruption of myself. Uh, you had mentioned that what you wanted to talk about was games we might have missed. Yes. And actually, uh, today, I played on the First Look streams, which is usually stuff released this week, uh, or recently, I actually um, played a game that I heard a, bunch, a little bit about last year, which, like, uh, the Besties podcast, like, um, I'm blank, blanking on the McElroy, who's not Travis, Travis or Justin. Justin. There we go. I don't know yeah. any of the names. So Griffin, Justin, Travis, yeah. Okay, so Justin McElroy really liked this game. Um, uh, Monster Train is what the game I'm talking about, which is a roguelike card-based game. Um, uh, and uh, I heard Sounds something. like something I'd enjoy. Yeah, I was going to say, it's all the way up your alley. If only it was <laughs> Japanese, Lucy. <laughs> a Japanese RPG that was a roguelike card-based. <laughs> <laughs> Procedurally generated. Yeah. Um, it, and it's, uh, yeah, and I, I heard really good things. Uh, it's The roguelike I can sort of take or leave depending on the game, but I do like my card based things. Basically, actually, the first time I really, except for Rogue Legacy, I never really played roguelikes un and enjoyed them until Slay the Spire, and this is, mm -hmm. this is way more accessible, way quicker game than Slay the Spire. Oh, um, okay. In terms of runs, but also like, you go through nine circles of hell, which is nine rounds. Um, and mm -hmm. um, But yeah, I bring it up because uh, I, it's free on Game Pass. It came out on Game Pass late last month, I think. Mm -hmm. uh, and so I was like, okay, well it's the first look in the sense of it's new to the Game Pass, and uh, also it's a game that people talked about last year, but I think mm -hmm. sort of Missed a lot of people missed on the radar, um, and I quite liked it. Um, in fact, it it scratched the itch of the card-based game and quick strategy, 
and sort of roguelike builds really well while also being sort of very accessible very quick. Uh, I played mm -hmm. two runs on stream, and I beat the boss on my second run, and mm. that felt great. It felt like it was a decent build. I kind of made some strategic decisions that really paid off. Uh, it's not even the type of build I normally like because it's just like, like tanking sort of... I have a big guy who will just take damage and then everyone else can do some things. And it was like, hey, you know, I like more spells or like aggro type builds in these games usually. But it was like, no, that just worked and it was fine. And like on my first run, I got to what I realized now was the final boss. Um, there's a lot of like leveling up of factions and like I unlocked a new faction after my second run. Um, there's clearly a lot of the same types of roguelike mechanics and it's like and if you wanted like you get a little log book at the end of a run and it's like you can see that there are like 15 levels or whatever per faction and there are four factions and you know the names of all four but i don't know what they do because i only have three of them sorry five factions and then there's all and there's these other things on this on the this like log book page so you kind of know what you need to do if you wanted to like fill out the log book you're like it can kind of project how many runs it might be or whatever uh, and nothing's a secret as far as you know that these are the axes in which you will improve or do runs upon uh, which mm -hmm. I kind of like which is exactly what was missing from Hades because again the narrative is what like spoon feeds you these things but if you don't give a shit about what Achilles says or what Nick says in Hades um, then you can miss the part where they tell you something functional because it's after some run they might say something functional like I've now given you more things on your dark mirror but every other time I've talked to you you've babbled about Hades and my past and and I <laughs> like that's it's nice if you are paying attention to the narrative it's bad if you're not because you well, miss could, the thing but they could just put that little excla exclamation mark on the mirror again you know mm -hmm. just do that. yeah there's totally because a way I, of, of yeah. balancing that out yeah. It's yeah. just sorry like, to go back to Hades because there is a lot of information on it. Like it, it, it describes to you like what every like boon does and yeah, all this and that. And you got like the log book, so yeah, it's just, yeah, just a bit, yeah. few more anyway, tweaks. Didn't mean to like yeah. run us back to Hades. I just thought it was a good comparison yeah. no, because that's my, it, 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 this is a very informational game. And only a couple times was I like, oh, this is like like it it's it's like uh, the boss will do these things, but it's like one. Everything it has tooltips, but then if the boss is like, a, oh, boss will make these things which have these abilities. So the tooltip on the boss at the beginning of the fight is, it'll have these things with these abilities. But I won't get the tooltip of what those abilities are. Mm. I have to start the, but it's fine because I start the round and then I can like win the ability procs. I can look at it, but it's just, that's the only part where I felt like this really well-polished game felt less polished was because... Because this, like, overlay um, tooltipping that reminds me, actually, of, like, uh, Magic the Gathering Arena, which is, like, you hover over a card and it shows you the card. If the card has any abilities, it just sort of puts a box to the starting at the top right and then, like, layers them of, like, these are all the the keywords and these are, like, tooltips of what they are. And if the thing has five tooltips, it'll just sort of, like, scroll them. Um, and it does a similar thing, which is, like, hey, this thing has this thing. Here's the tooltip on the right. But, of course, if the boss's tooltip is, I make a thing that has these abilities, I, 
it doesn't do a third layer of and that yeah. ability is this and that's a thing maybe it will take a lot to code because they hard coded the way the tooltips just fan out once but it mm -hmm. feels like yeah it just felt really weird because it was so information so accessible in the game which is one thing i really liked and then i got to my second run got to the boss i'm like okay so before i start this fight i want to know what all the oh i don't know what this does i kind of know what it does but i don't really know what this means and then i then i felt kind of weird going into the fight because suddenly it felt like i didn't know enough even mm. though I, like functionally probably didn't matter because but that's like my biggest gripe though is the fact that like and it's because it's like consistency it's very consistently giving me information. And then right before the final battle, I didn't get that. It was inconsistent yeah. with that information, and that kind of sucks. Yeah. yeah. This is full release, right? Yeah. Was this a, well, okay. Not an early access thing. Uh, yeah, I think uh, it came out in May. Yeah, May 21st was the official oh. release date. I thought I heard about it before that. Was it, yeah, so I think it, it was an early the... access for a time. Oh, okay. Yeah. I see, yeah. That's so yeah, that maybe why it didn't um, uh, get that extra push when it hit 1.0, because like, mm. people were already talking about it for like first half of the year. Yeah, well, so it, actually, I think it and um, the game that I was gonna. So that, that's sort of unless you guys have any questions about it. Uh, I mean, there'll be a vod of that stream, but that's basically Monster Train. It has I'm like. Gonna, like I might, I might download it. As you said, that it's like a quicker Slay the Spy because Slay the Spy was all right for a few runs. So maybe yeah, I, I mean, I, what, I mean, like I said, it didn't take a lot of effort. Like, and I think it's really nice. I kind of like the idea that it's like nine fights or whatever, mm -hmm. um, and you're just done. And like, <laughs> it seems like there's difficulty levels. Like, so yeah. every fight you can go into and be like. It'll tell you, like, if you make this fight, you can make this fight harder in this very specific way. Like, each enemy has to get hit twice before they'll take a single piece of damage, like just an impact, like a shield. Um, and then you get 700 gold at the end of the fight. And, like, if you're really happy with your build, do you think, oh, yeah, my build does a lot of extra, like, small bits of damage, then, yeah, that's not going to be a big deal. Or whatever. Or, like, these guys will show up with spikes on them, so when you attack them... They'll hit do two damage to you. It's, it's that's fine because I'm basically like on a big guy who's doing a fuck ton of damage. Him taking two isn't a big deal, and I get more money and I can upgrade. Right, like each fight. So every time you start a fight, you get to pick whether you want to flag it as harder or not. And it's again the information's so consistent. It's like you trade off this handicap for this mm -hmm. reward. Um, okay. And so not only is so that's there, but also there's like meta level stuff going on as well. So I kind of like that it, it's if you enjoy the gameplay loop, you could easily sink. I could easily like sink a lot of hours into it. But I like that the actual runs are shortish. I mean, I mm. did I did play it only twice in like two hours ish streaming, two, three hour, two and a half hours. Okay. But like, I don't. I think it's a yeah. It's it's nice that way because I think. I will probably like pick it up when I just want to do a thing. Yeah. Next question: Does it have achievements? Uh yeah, I was getting achievements uh, okay. on well, all go. throughout, and I was very confused <laughs> by some of them because I'm not used. To, <laughs> yeah. I'm not used to the Windows. Yeah, but also I think because like my screen is 4K, but I run games at 1080 because power. Um, 
But that means that all the achievements show up. Like so so here's the screen if you if you're a video watcher. Um this is what my monitor looks like. Say say my face is monster train. My achievement shows up about here. Just but like where yeah, the bottom windows menu sort of would be on a ten eighty bit of the four K screen. I'm pretty sure it doesn't want to give me the Chivo usually that stuff's in the corners or whatever. And it's just sort of like a third of the way down from the top and like part way in and it's just like I'm pretty this sure is super that's weird. How- I think that's how those pop up. Oh, so I mean, I mean, I just assumed it was because of my resolution difference. Because why would you make yeah. this pop up kind of in the middle no, awkwardly like the of the screen? On like from the from the. But but not on the bottom. No, about as you say, about two thirds of the way up. Okay, so so then uh-huh. I guess it's doing as intended. I just assumed it was broken yeah. because it's a stupid place to do that. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I think that's just... Uh, yeah. I mean, Windows 10 is generally broken, but um, I, I think that's a feature, not a bug. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> um, so, so so that was the game that... I, one of the games that was on my sort of Ben list. Um, mm-hmm. But another game that I also heard of from the Besties, it's also a weird card-based game, but a little more... Um, a card-based roguelike, actually, but a little more decision and dialogue-based is um, Griftlands, yeah. which mm. was similar in that it was Some sort cry. of in early access and people had the hype train, pardon the pun, mm-hmm. um, was... Ve- I feel like both of those games peaked before their 1.0 release on the hype. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and Griftlands came out in June, but I heard a bunch in the beginning of the year. Uh, yeah, And they've yeah. still done more releases since, and, like, there's, like... There's fighting track and, like, diplomacy chatting track ways of dealing with situations. And I find that really interesting to, like, the strategy of developing a character in both ways, but also picking which types of fights to do which way. It sounds really interesting Mm -hmm. to me. And also feeds my sort of... I like narratives, but I like these burst-type games. Like, one of the... Like, so for me, Hades did the thing for me where I was intrigued enough that I was like, cool... I'm kind of bashing my head against this bad fight, but I'll I'll keep going because at, at least it'll reset the characters and I can see the more di- more of the dialogue. And it seems like Griftlands is sort of a more a different approach to the same type of thing of like yeah. there's a the, the outer world that this, these runs happen on matters. Yeah, yeah. I think Hades had like a weird advantage where um, it went quiet for like two years and then. Uh, it came to switch, and then I think, yeah, that's when it like just boomed. Um, yeah, plus, it, it like, definitely, uh, definitely yeah. had that pickup from it. I, I seem to remember years and years ago now, uh, like one of these first titles which went into early access and had a big push in this early access was Darkest Dungeon. Ah, and yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it wasn't, and I remember hearing some kind of chatter from the devs by saying like, this is. You know, it is like a soft launch. It is an early access, but this is our this is our launch. This is where people will know about this. This is where we will get that. And, and, and unless it comes to another platform, um, and if it just stays on PC, when we go into 1.0, we are yes catering mostly to the people who are already kind of playing the game. Yeah. Uh, I think now games do get a better shake of that element by using kind of early access and that they pick up a few people then 
they then go into 1.0 and maybe pump a bit more money into it so they get some more and then go onto the switch or some other kind yeah. of platform and get more people so mm. um, I, the early access model is definitely got better for games I, at least for some right yeah we still yeah. have like grifty so um i did want to point out that i was wrong it was slated to come out griftlands in june 2020 but it right. is still in early access and they're hoping oh, to get okay. their um switch release which would be their gold yeah. release in q1 oh, let's hope they 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 you know catch some wind at that point yeah uh, and i think that's that game seems because cool. of the multi-platform things i think that's really smart is like pc gamers now are very used to the early access model um and that forgiveness i think hades did a really good job of, of of this new model of taking it seriously and not this bullshit like pay me for a broken game that i may never fix which was a lot of yeah early early access or mm-hmm. um yeah or like we're going to kind of treat it as a beta test just to get hype sort of demo call of duty style um, and I think you're right, like, especially in these smaller studios have figured it out. And I think the, one of the keys is realizing that certain platforms allow you could, to do this. Not only because th- you'll get feedback from the player base, like PC mm-hmm. gamers will give you feedback. Um, but also that, like, boy, is the Nintendo Switch not a thing that e- anything close to early access should be. So, like, if you wanted to release this Q1, but it's not, if it's still in early access, you don't release a Q1, right? You you make sure mm-hmm. that yeah. your Switch release is a goldish release, right? Like, yeah. you have so to do that because it's yeah. just a different speaking type of, of platform. Switch, like I'm really impressed, like how well Hades runs on it. Oh yeah, stuff that's going on on screen. Like, I think I had like two frame drops in like the 25 runs that I did and it's absurd nice. how well it runs um, yeah, yeah. yeah they really optimise the hell out of that uh, mm. and for, watch the uh, Hades documentary from No Clip. yeah um, it's very good if you want to be jealous of insanely talented people um, just go watch 10 minutes of that and you'll just think how come these people have so much talent <laughs> and have none yeah. <laughs> no Lucy no <laughs> Um, Lucy, we will come to you, Lucy, for games that maybe you missed last year, Uh which kind of on the radar, stuff that you think you want to go back to. There's so many, man. Destiny Um, 2. Just the the ones that I've... Just the top ones, then. (laughs) Destiny 2. Anthem. Um, I I downloaded Destiny 2 just to get some rewards. Yeah, there we go. Launching the app. And then I uh, deleted it immediately um, before it even loaded. So, <laughs> uh, no, um, I, I'll just say the games that I recently started. I, need, I still need to finish Call of the Sea. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, mm. b- 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 Crash Bandicoot, I started. I need to go back to that. Um, that's, that's real fun. Um, I haven't got to the part where it gets... Everyone says the end of that game is like really tricky. I haven't quite got to the end of that so um but yeah it it, it, it as, as i said was it two weeks ago just very good um throwback mm. to mm. those old games nice. yet still having a fresh coat of paint on it and being something um with new ideas and new mechanics um oh, i want to play that Alba game, that, that, that wildlife adventure game that you said Good, that you played fun. Ben, I, re- I oh, do want to yeah, play yeah. that, yeah. Um, 
but yeah, there's just so many games that I need to get back to. Hitman 2, as I alluded to mm. earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, tons of games that I'm excited for this year. Hitman 3. Um, I say excited. Looking forward to. Yeah. Hope they turn out good. Uh, Hitman 3. Yep. Little Nightmares 2. Um, oh, yeah. And I bought the latest issue of Edge magazine because I was like, oh, let me read a gaming magazine. How novel. I haven't done what? that in a while. Yeah. And it's got a uh, Hollow Knight Silk Song um, feature in it. So Ooh, yeah. I, sh- I shall read that. I was going to buy Game Informers, but I was like, you know what? <laughs> I probably won't read it before Hitman 3 comes out. <laughs> Hitman 3 comes out in like two weeks. I yeah. can't wait. Um, even though I like supporting Game Informer because they're a good... Um, one of the last bastions of uh, that type of journalism. Um, but yeah, I bought Edge Magazine, going to read the spread on Hollow Knight, because it's probably not a real game. I don't know if it's ever coming out. <laughs> I mean, I yeah, where, is that? where is that? Where is Silksong? Yeah. Who knows? I, I think... I, think I, I, I randomly saw this um, Man at Arms reforged thing on, like... It just... There was like an advertisement when they make video game uh, like uh, swords and stuff like that. They make them in real life. They mm-hmm. forge them in real life. And and there was like a Hollow Knight uh, nail. And I was like, oh, so it's coming out soon then. Uh-huh. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> They're actually in up the the marketing. It's coming out soon. <laughs> I was like, okay. That's it. That's where they've gone for their yeah. marketing. They've I, gone for I, those I, really yeah. niche makers of. Games. It's not even niche. That, that 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 I think that has like millions of views or something like that. that kind of web <laughs> that channel, but mm. it's just like I was like, hmm. Well, that means it's coming out soon. They wouldn't have done this otherwise. Mm. That seems fair. Yeah. So, yeah. Fair? I yeah. wouldn't have bought Edge magazine if I'd known that. <laughs> it's just gonna be like they're just gonna drop it. Nintendo are gonna drop some direct, and they're just gonna be like, oh, Silk Sun's out yeah, tomorrow. So yeah, right yeah. yeah. Self-released on self-released an hour ago on the <laughs> store. Yeah. You could be an hour into this game, but you're sat here watching us talk mm. about it releasing. Yeah, that's yeah. hard. I, I don't. I don't think I'm excited for it. Um, because I haven't really thought about it. It's just one of those like when it's done, it's done. But mm. I think maybe after reading the spread and just remembering how good the first Hollow Knight was, I might. Yeah. I might start getting the heebie-jeebies. Mm. Where nice. is this game? Cool. But yeah, Good. that's it. I, I don't know what else is out this year. I think. Not much. With COVID and I doubt people are going to want to, you know, put a release date or year on that's, most yes. things. Yeah, very much. Mm. Very much. I'm um, really but, hoping that this diffuses the hype train model of games mm, because I would hope so. the, the, the games that were hyped obviously had to get delayed, etc. And like gaming still moved forward and games still sold. Yes. I'm hoping yeah. the industry realizes you don't need to do these elongated things, although marketing departments have their own reasoning to do that because if we hype games for three work. years, you have to pay me for three years to hype it. True. Uh, <laughs> sorry, was yeah. I being I, I too <laughs> misanthropic again? We'll see. We'll no, see how it goes. Like, There's never a change, is there? Like when, they, when they showed like God of War Ragnarok or whatever it's called last year, I was just like, "Come on!" I know, I know, you're selling a new console, but that game ain't coming out this year. Just, just piss off with that, because Sony have been notoriously doing that for far too long. Yeah. Like, here's this game. Hold on. 
five years later, grown a beard. Hmm. <laughs> Move north. Where is it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, where is it? Oh, <laughs> well, it's coming. <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah, mm, yeah, don't do that. <laughs> you know, <laughs> just don't. Um, good. Uh, before uh, Anne and I, I suppose we jump into games that we may be looking forward to, um, I've got one which kind of came out of nowhere for me right at the beginning of December. It's on Game Pass called Haven. Haven? Oh, and it's yeah. this kind of like um, RPG esque visual novel style oh, Haven. fighting yeah. game. Yeah. Um, from the Game Bakers. Um, and it's kind of. Just, just looks cool. Like yeah. The, it, it's it's this like nice anime art style that looks beautiful. It tries to marry um, kind of this almost decision kind of um, not sort of well. I suppose it is kind of like a narrative uh, yeah. experience where you're 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 making kind of decisions between these two, this couple basically, and it's got like romance things within it but you're also then going out and exploring the world that you've kind of crashed on and fighting monsters and things and it, it kind of almost you know when we previously talked about certain genres kind of taking that next sort of step in how they sort of do things this kind of feels like you know a, a, a mashup of kind of like bit of visual novel little bit of rpg but somewhere that sits in the middle that is actually an interesting mix of things. You know, it's not kind of like, here's a visual novel with a little bit of RPG elements, or here's an RPG with kind of a little bit of decision-making in the story. This mm. almost seems like it marries the two elements together. So mm. it's it's one of the next ones I'll definitely get to on, on Game Pass in the next yeah. sort of, you know, couple of weeks. And definitely within January. Yeah, uh, I downloaded I it. I, I, I yeah. want to get to it. As well. Yeah, I, 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 really I cool. didn't realize it was on Game Pass. It showed up on my radar last year. Everything is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I am adding it. You're to on the Game Pass. Pass. Uh, I, we're on Game Pass. <laughs> Watch us on Game Pass. <laughs> yeah, podcast exclusive. <laughs> uh, although I've now, I'm mean, because I'm new to Game Pass. Uh, I have to say, <laughs> they're casual. This is leaving Game Pass soon. I was like, oh, I see how you get people. Mm-hmm. We'll give you a 20% discount on yeah. this game you didn't ever play. But, like, like it, my friend yeah, Pedro, yeah. I if I hadn't bought that on... Which I shouldn't have, uh, that would get me to play this game. Which I still haven't played, mm-hmm. but I bought it last year. I can't yeah, remember. I it's either it's Steam so or Switch. Xbox but controller, yeah. Because I, I bought it on Switch when it came out and it was like... This is not the game for this mm. console because of the you know, there's a lot of hand movements going on. Yeah. You need like a good controller for that. And yeah. Oh, I guess if you got a pro. Controller, I was just say I have a pro controller. It's yeah. how I play Hades. Well, there you go. Perfect. So there's a point where like I started I played Hades in bed once and I was like, I am passable, but I am noticeably worse at this game. I will play it on the screen. Yeah. Also, it's it's a very pretty game, and I, I like seeing oh, the yeah. detail on. Oh yeah, that on the big screen would be great. Yeah, yeah, mm. very pretty. The art's great. Yeah, nice. Um, Hell is quite I, colourful. I, I, I think I think I need to actually try Doom Eternal as well. 
Mm. Um, yeah, you, you thought know, you, like, you said you might play tomorrow on stream. I might. I might do the first hour on stream tomorrow. Um, like based I, think, on, I think that based game would be Lucy. way better on PC, like mm. mouse and keyboard. So really, I might enjoy it. Well, it, it's awful on a controller. So Ooh. Um, I was thinking of plugging the control pad in, but maybe I'll try it on um, your moose mouse well, and keyboard. Well, instead. the reason I don't play it like that is because I can't, and I'm too old to learn mouse and keyboard. So I'm not going to bother. <laughs> That's it's fair. not happening. That's fair. But I mean, <laughs> I, I, I loved, what was it, 2016 Doom. Um, yeah. And there's been lots of mixed things said about Doom Eternal. So mm. Some people love myself, it. And I want to be that person. Mm. I, I, I'm like, just give me your brain for, for 10 hours and let me experience the joy <laughs> you have playing Doom Eternal, not the deep sorrow in my heart playing that game <laughs> because it, it has oh, so fair. upsetting that's fair <laughs> yeah it just I, makes me love the first one mm, even more mm. so. yeah well we'll see we'll see how I get on with it yeah I, um, I hope you enjoy it yeah good there's a lot to, a lot to like about it so. yeah so let's just finish out uh, the episode with games that we're looking forward to uh, Lucy, you've already mentioned a couple. Um, Silk Song, Hitman 3, and Little Nightmares 2. Um, I'm definitely in the Hitman 3 camp. Um, I, 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 like you, I didn't finish 2 in kind of getting everything done. I think with 2, I'd played all of the levels. I'd, 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 you know, I'd done a run through as such, but I hadn't done this yeah. kind of like completionist uh, element to it. So it'd be fun yeah. to get back into that world, um, into mm. that kind of that that mode yeah, as well. Yeah. And it's quite surprising because like I hundred percented the first game. Um, yeah. I think it's because I play this game like I, I turn off like the mini map, I turn off all the hints and stuff like that. So it's I truly get to know those levels and think once I've I'd put, I think I got that to the last level. And I was like, oh my god, there's so many ways to kill these people. And then I got overwhelmed and uh, stopped playing and then never went back to it. But yeah. um, I I'm going to go play through that game again. <laughs> it's nice. only a matter of time. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Um, and on a completely different side of that, I think the game I'm maybe, maybe not looking forward to the most, but something I... Intrigued I don't know whether it's, I'm intrigued about it, but I, I think I'm just looking for something a little bit simpler than a lot of the uh, games that I've been playing. And it's just Ratchet and Clank, the whatever the new yeah. one's yeah. called. Yeah. Um, Is that coming just, to PS4? It, it looks, no. I don't think it's going to be oh, PS4. I no. think the only ones well. that are PS5 <laughs> that are going to be PS4 is Horizon 2, I think. It definitely um, isn't because you can't. Like it, like it was in all the PS5 stuff with the way it does the sharding mm -hmm. worlds and stuff, and that all has to deal with basically that fast loading time of the it, uh, okay. storage. Yeah, it'd be a bit lame well, if you jumped through a little hole and then and just then hit a loading screen, stopped for a little bit, and then went through. And there It'll was some right awkward, we've dealt with that awkward commentary from Clank. <laughs> That just said a few things as it mm, loads so. in or something like that. Um, yeah. Do you so, think uh, your your excitement is a bit uh, quelled because you're not sure if there's going to be any PlayStation Fives or? 
<laughs> well, oh, yeah. uh, who knows when I'll get to play that game. Um, yeah. The remake of Ratchet and Clank that came out a few years ago. Yeah. Oh, yeah, PS4. Yeah. Really uh, good I really game. enjoyed, but it was it was something yeah. that I played a year, maybe eighteen months, maybe in two years after it had released. Mm. Thinking I enjoyed I enjoyed Ratchet and Clank when I was younger. This will be fun and actually like actually it's nice simple fun. Yeah, and I, I, really I just I just it. want a little bit more of that. So I think that is maybe one of my uh, or at least higher on the list of things that I'm looking forward to that should be this year. That's Slated. Yeah, I'd imagine. Yeah. So maybe, yes. maybe I ha- uh, winter or something. Mm. Um, I have a couple. Yeah. Um, in no particular order. Uh, Ghostwire Tokyo. If, oh um, yeah. I'm intrigued by. Well. Uh, yeah. it's a PC PS5 game, but mm. PS5 timed exclusive, I think. Uh, that yeah. could be real fun, um, but honestly, I, I mean, my like uh, weeb side might actually just <laughs> might. Uh, your first question, I might go back and get uh, a, um, Ghost of Tsushima uh, yeah. if it hits a sale, which I know I missed sale season, but um, uh, I think the January just, sale might still just. Be so, on. so I think like. It's. I realized when I was like, maybe I'll do a pacifist run on Cyberpunk, like, or I could play a good game that is completely polished, like Ghost of Tsushima. <laughs> Why was yeah. I thinking of the other thing? Oh, because I own it and I am poor. Mm. Well, but mm. I also have a backlog of a million things. So uh, yeah. So so uh, Ghostwire. Um, yeah, I, that looks cool. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you guys ever played Vampire at the Masquerade. But Bloodlines Two yeah. is coming yeah. out this year. Um, I liked it enough, um, though. Didn't they like sack the writing team on that game? Did they? Yeah, yes. Oh, yeah, there's I been will a look lot into of this upheaval. Then. Been a lot of upheaval on the development team. Oh, that, that, for that game. then it's probably not on my list. It was meant to come out last year. <laughs> well, it, yeah. well I, yeah. I mean, I'll have to look into that. But I mean, if the writing of so Vampire the Masquerade One is was just. An okay design game with really good writing. Uh, to be honest, mm. I've one of the few actual in, like tabletop RPGs I've done. I've done a session of uh, like a, a campaign uh, of Vampire, um, and it's fun and interesting. And like the original PC game did an okay job of doing that, but like mm. all, a lot of that was writing. So if the specifically if they were sacking the writing team, etc a little worried uh so maybe it's not that game um but the the one that i'm really excited for is uh death loop which is also oh, a pc ps5 yeah. game if it, if it actually comes out in may june or like whatever they said they would do i thought it was like march is it later than that oh, wow. uh, according to the games radar it's may 21st okay because that was meant to be a ps5 i assume launch. it's probably mm. just been COVID bumped to May. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't think there's anything like uh, particularly crazy going on. Oh yeah, so, I mean that's one of the few. Yeah, that looks cool. Go on. I like like the uh, that looks cool. Yeah. I like the kind of like black exploitation kind of vibe that they got going on. Mm. With it. Yeah, I mean it, it, it. I like the 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 style. I like the black exploitation vibe where where it also feels like it's giving agency, not just being black exploitation. Like it feels mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like an homage 
just from the ba- yeah. ba- minimal things I've seen. But also, I, I mean, I'm a sucker for time travel, loopy type things. <laughs> it's like cool. Yep, that totally up my alley. And Dishonored, yeah, yeah. Dishonored, and Dishonored Two are excellently made games. Yes, as well. Right, yeah, sorry. To and the, the top of that to list Dishonored is like too. I yeah. trust the dev enough. Mm. Yeah, because I really enjoyed Prey, and um, yeah, I was like, I, I need to go back to Dishonored Two, and then it was leaving Game Pass, and then it wasn't leaving Game Pass because <laughs> Microsoft bought Bethesda. And I was like, thank you, you did this just for me. <laughs> um, That's it. But you still haven't gone back to it because million. it wasn't leaving Game Pass. Nah. <laughs> So I'll probably never get to it. Yeah. No. But uh, no, yeah, I want to try Dishonored. Two. I tried this, the first Dishonored. I didn't like it. Mm. I, um, I've started Dishonored two. I liked it a lot more. So yeah, cool. We'll see how that goes. Nice. But yeah, definitely looks cool. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, good. And that's the last game out this year. May. There's nothing beyond May. That's it. Mm. Well, depends whether we're in lockdown or just all completely wiped out. Um, I think it's the latter. Probably. One in 50 in this country. So. <laughs> One in 50. <laughs> stay inside, people. Stay home. Yes. Keep everyone safe. <laughs> play games. There's lots of games to play. Order, yeah, take too out. Many. Not take out. Delivery. What a delivery beer from your local brewery, bottle shop. Mm. Support indies. Don't just buy it in your supermarket shop. You know, go out to those those breweries. Don't worry about your discounts. Just pay them the fucking money <laughs> for your beer. All, uh, all of the exactly. above. Yeah. And then play and then chill out, play some games. Come and join us in our Discord, out of lives. Uh, yeah, maybe I should play some drinking, games this month. Mm. Mm. Do it, Lucy. Doubt it. You can talk to us about it. I, I moved Hitman over onto my internal drive, so okay. it's just there. Because my external drive keeps, like, disconnecting for some reason. Oh. It's annoying. And... Oh, really? Anyway. Is it, is it... Yeah. Is it powered through the machine, or is it plugged no, in? No, it's, it's plugged in. Okay. So unless it, I plugged it out one time and didn't plug it. <laughs> but it's, pl- it's plugged in. It's, down there. it's definitely plugged in. Yeah. <laughs> I think it only works if it's plugged in. Yeah, I don't know, probably. but yeah, it's annoying seeing like, oh, you've only got two hundred games. That, no, less than that. Like sixty games down there. It's like where are the other two hundred? Um, <laughs> yeah. Mm. <laughs> Oh. Yes. First world problems. Lockdown problems. Yeah. <laughs> Immediately. Yeah. Excuse me, do not undermine my hard drive problems. <laughs> do you know how annoying it is when I turn my Xbox in bed and I have to get out of bed? <laughs> I understand. I, can, I, I mean, I'm, uh, I'm completely flabbergasted, flummoxed, and overjoyed I actually by having, having a new PC <laughs> where you can't mm. hear the fan. Can anyone hear the fan? Can you hear the fan? No. no. No, I can hear mine. There's so many, there's so many fans. Can I, can I do it? Can I get Ooh. it down far enough? <gasps> Whoa! Ooh, it's like a. I didn't realize you had fucking clear case <laughs> RGB nonsense. No, no, you did not. Ooh, are we at a buddies. nightclub? Oh, what's going on? Where are we at going? a nightclub? Hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't know if this is gonna work. Ugh. My camera didn't work. like it last time I took it off the thing and moved it around. Uh, so, I mean, the thing is, my, my PC, current PC, mm-hmm. has uh, has a window, mm-hmm. but it's PC, then, uh, like, 
chest of drawers, and the window is on that side. So, uh, like, I think it, I think something in my case might even have RGB, but there's no reason for me to like turn it on because no one can ever see it. Whoa! You lot can see, can the, see the red top. light, tip of the yeah. My camera won't. Go. There we go. Oh, yep. Ooh! There it is. Look at the innards. There's the insides. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so the only visible part of my PC, cannot sorry, podcast me listeners, on the colors. is, uh, yep, that's what it looks like. Yeah. <laughs> See this? It is a fridge. Could be an Xbox. I mean, lots of things it could uh, be. I think, yeah, there you go. See, there's a window. <laughs> I, I think, yeah, like I said, I think... Something. I think one of the fans or something might have RGB, but I just turn it off. Oh, oh no! I've done something terribly wrong to my camera. <laughs> <laughs> kind of croopy down a little bit, so you can see. Uh, luckily, um, uh, yeah. Okay, we're fine. Good. We're good. Yeah. Good. That's probably us then. This <laughs> you week, think? Now that we've messed around with our cameras and we've been playing about. Adol, you had two beers. I did. This one. Did you have a preference? Yeah, it's the Arbor Pocket Rocket. It's actually, like mm-hmm. I said, I would if this was just like a good pale ale, even even just a light IPA, I, I would have been like, yep. But the fact that it's session strength and has so much depth just wins mm. it for me. It's got more interesting tastes, even if it wasn't session strength. The Calm Tour was a solid dark ale, but it's just sort of like dark ale. Um, yeah. While this is like. A pale ale bordering on some IPA type notes, just just with that more interesting piney finish that was quite long, and the fact that it tasted a little more viscous for for a three point nine percent, that the uh, Arbor was just way more interesting and also surprising and also very tasty. Yeah, good, nice. Um, my brew one is Canadian Breakfast Stout. Mm. Uh, it, it, it did it stayed the same throughout um, from the four in the mid right up until the end right to the end of the glass I didn't get much of that sweetness from it but it's a nice beer like, had they not said that there was a sweetness in it and it was sort of maple syrup flavoured I'd have gone this is a very easy drinking slightly bitter coffee stout which is nice which is fine uh, there's a little bit of an expectation there mm. to rain kind of back in um, could have been a bit thicker, but it was nice. I wouldn't rush out to get it again, but it was nice. Yeah. Uh, I think next week I'll probably have some. You know, I'm, I'm quite glad I'm only doing one beer a week because I think everything in my cupboard is now double-digit stouts. So Yay. yeah, <laughs> we'll see how. I've this, got a lot of data that, downstairs. How that goes. Mm. Next. Got a lot of data. Ooh. A lot of steady rolling, man. Nice. Um, there's a new, so there's we'll a new city rolling man. Is it the new one? No. With Strata in it. Oh. They were they were bought for me as Christmas gifts. Um, oh, speaking of, uh, mm-hmm. in terms of games, I should get back to. Oh. I asked for late contender. Uh, uh, I asked for Christmas and I got for Christmas uh, because I was not going to have this on my soul uh, that that Mario 3D All-Stars thing mm, nice um, because I did not want to give Nintendo my money and <laughs> so somebody else has give them their yes. money yeah nice. yes because then I don't have to you know repent 
for uh, buying such a shoddily made product, <laughs> even though it's like the best-selling game of last year like, after Cyberpunk and Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I just put like, yeah, I- I- if that's not available, buy me Pikmin Free, and they bought me Pikmin Free because that seems like an actually ah. good game when I play nice. the demo. So I will get round to those eventually. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Good. The Mario's. So- Listen to us continuously mm. on your mm. podcast service of choice on YouTube oh, right. <laughs> or go to outplayers.net to listen to our further thoughts every week all through the year. Lucy will be talking about those games in the future. Hopefully we will return to the games that we want to get some time with those and the games that we want to play that are meant to be coming out in the future actually do. There is a world for us to play those games in at some point when they release if we're all still here if anyone's here if anyone's if you've got a couple of minutes rate us and review us on your podcast service of choice come and chat to us in the YouTube comments come and chat to us over on Out of Lives like join our Discord come and talk to us about what you're drinking what you're playing uh, we are here every week on Twitch at 8pm on a Tuesday evening every week normally every week uh, we drop in podcast services on a Friday and up on the YouTube as well. We do lots of other things here on Twitch. We play games. Adam had his first looks, which is a Tuesday uh, from midday usually. I yep. do a little bit of streaming every now and again when I'm not too busy with work on a Wednesday from midday. And we've got Radari, uh, who then streams on a Friday evening as well. We're looking at bringing in some more people, maybe to stream at other times. If you want to come and have a chat with us and stream, let us know. Come and chat to us. Uh, but Why do also... I stream all the anime porn games on That's it. <laughs> That's it, Lucy. Can you I? can do that every day. We'll have a, a, a dedicated <laughs> hour every day for you to be I able bet, to do that. I, you know what the funny thing is? I bet that would be the top stream that we have. Well, and we'll put it on at the most awkward time, at like 5 o'clock in the morning, <laughs> when only Australian <laughs> people are awake. <laughs> Um, <laughs> sure um, or you can tune in on a Monday on our Twitch channel to um, our newest show Geek Out Weekly which mm. Adam and I will be looking at doing on a Thursday this week because we couldn't oh. do it yesterday um, but hopefully we'll get that going and it will be Monday going forward uh, we will be talking about the end of The Mandalorian this uh, week, season yeah. 2 this week um, so come and join us midday Thursday or find us uh, find Geek Out Weekly on your podcast service of choice and on the Out of Lives YouTube channel I think that's probably everything that's all the stuff there's so many of the things now yep too many of the things we are at Tacked Up Cast on the socials I'm at Nova underscore 47 Adel is at The Omniarch Lucy is Juicy Loose 9 there's so many places to talk to us. You should <laughs> oh, he lost Steam mid-rally. Rally. Yeah. Make it your New Year's resolution to talk to more people. Reach out. Talk to your friends. Whether it's just a little catch-up, just to mention a game, tell them something that they would enjoy, or come and talk to us. We've got lots of recommendations about games or about beers that we can give you if you need them. Um, for this week, we've been tagged at. Bye-bye. Ciao. See you later. Later. www.outoflives.net